Welcome to Papa Big's show. I am Papa Biggs, and we have another action-packed episode for you coming up. It's me, Son One, co-host of the podcast radio. Last we no longer broadcast rapid fast with the Papa Big show. We're a blast. The number of fans we've amassed is quite vast. I talked with my dad about film and TV. You can listen to the show for free. Can't you see that me? My bars are as sweet as a peach tree. I talk about comics for an hour or three. Alright, stop me if you've heard this one. I'm someone's son, son, and I live in the sun. Nailed to the cross like a half cross bun. I'm the fun one son that can't be outdone. Because my name is Sun One. Hello. Oh, Sun One, are you right? I'm a bit ill. Oh. Not a blocked nose. Okay. Uh, but I'm still keeping on trucking. Okay, yeah, you've turned up. Mm. Okay, so what have we got coming up today? We're doing trailers where we look at five, or in this case, ten. ten. Double trailer. Yeah, ten trailers, and we tell you whether we think they're good, bad, or somewhere in the middle. Double trailer on the rocks, please. Mm-hmm. And we'll also be doing some what you've been reading or what you've been watching over mm-hmm. the last fortnight. Plus a little sprinkle of some film news. On okay, top. jolly bloody good all right well let's start with some what we've been watching and what we've been reading yeah sure what i've been reading what i've been watching what i've been watching what i've been reading what i've been reading what i've been watching what i've been watching what i've been reading what i've been watching mix it up yeah we're doing <laughs> What we're watching and what we're reading. The part of the show where we look at what we've been watching and what we've been reading in the past 14 days. So? What have you been reading? Ah, so I've read a couple of things, actually. Uh, I've, I've done a you. A me? A you, yeah, and I've read a comic book, as the American chappies call it. We all call it a graphic novel, but it's a standalone little story. Is it? Uh, yeah. Is it? It is, yeah. It's a one-shot. Oh, okay. All right. Is that what you call them? Uh, yeah. That's right, I'm surprised yeah. you know Check that. Check me out, eh? One shot. So, yeah, I asked, uh, shout out to Naz at the Bat Cave. All right. So I asked and he got this for me. Uh, so this is um, the continuing Dark Knight Returns saga. Mm-hmm. So which started all the way back in the 80s with Frank Miller reprising a decrepit old Batman. And it's it's gone on somewhat. Batman's not even in this. Neither Superman, neither all the others. So you've got Carrie, who was the brand new Robin back then. She's now Batgirl. Oh. Yeah. And then you've got the daughter of Wonder Woman and um, Superman. I forget her name. Uh, Laura. Lara. Lara. That's what okay. she's called. Yeah. And then, uh, rather strangely, and this is the title, The Golden Child, not the 1980s Eddie Murphy film. But the golden child in this case is the second child of Wonder Woman and Superman. Okay. And yes, is a little boy. That's a interesting. Little boy, Jonathan Kent. After, of course. Yeah, Clark, yeah. But he's got even stronger superpowers than his big sister, even stronger superpowers than his mum and dad. Is this little Crazy. boy? Yeah. But even more powerful than both of them combined. Correct. So, um, and they're up against Darkseed. Oh. Are, you, are you familiar with Darkseed? Darkseid. 
Yeah, he's yeah. kind of the he's kind of the Thanos equivalent, DC Thanos, isn't he? I think he may have come first before yeah. Thanos. Well, there you go. There you go. He's a Jack anyway, Kirby creation. Anyway, it's all right. It's it's perfectly acceptable. Um, it, there's not much to it. It's not that many pages, um, but it just kind of continues on with the saga, and uh, it was perfectly acceptable. Very nice artwork, so, though. I enjoyed because Frank Miller just wrote it. Yeah. Um, the artwork is by... Raphael uh, Grandpa. There you go. Raphael Grandpa. Yeah. I remember okay. that because he's got a strange name. Hmm. Is it better than Strikes Back? Uh, yes, everything's better than that. Is it better than Master Race? Um, yes, it was. All right, then. So probably ranked second okay. out of the four things. That's okay. Yeah. Considering the yeah. first one is hard to beat. Yeah. Okay. What have you been reading? I've been reading comics also. Uh, one of them being um, in my Jonathan Hickman reading um, marathon, I went back to the very first work he ever did for Marvel, that being Secret Warriors, which is sort of like a Nick Fury espionage spy thriller type story where he has to assemble a small team of lesser-known heroes to take down Hydra. So it's sort of like the comic book equivalent of Winter Soldier. Right, okay, yeah. In that way. Oh, okay. Uh, it's very interesting. It's not as clever as I would have uh, expected. I don't think it's better than his Avengers or his X-Men. But I still think that it has... It's very twisty. It's well, that's what you expect from the genre, isn't it? You're doing yeah. spy thriller type things. Yeah. You expect it to be twisty, turny, and everybody double crossing everybody else, mm -hmm. and all that kind of things. And it sort of reinvents Hydra. Like instead of having your one big boss in Baron Strucker, you've also got Madame Hydra and Viper and Kraken and this weird fish guy. And it's sort of interesting in the way that uh, this secret Nazi organization runs, and it kind of gets into how they took over. Um, shield from the inside and it also has lots of howling commandos in it like nick fury's old war pals cool yeah so it's kind of superhero-y but not really and the superhero stuff is okay you've got um quake uh james james <laughs> what uh, I forgot his real name, but I just remember the fact that both of his names are james 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 uh sebastian like druid um slingshot and Absorbing Man's Son. Uh, Spongeboy. So, yeah, I can't remember his name. It's something to do with a wall, like Wall Man or Hard Wall or something like I that. I think that's a good, good, good superpower, but isn't it? The superheroes, wall Man. The superheroes themselves are just kind of to set up Nick Fury, who's the main character in all of this. And uh, something I found quite funny about it is um, in the middle of this run, Marvel did a reboot called the heroic age where they basically said right stop doing clever stories stop doing uh we just want to do plain superhero stories just for a bit and we'll call it the heroic age and for the secret warriors heroic age comics uh there are no superheroes in it it's just war it's just the highland commandos at war which i thought was a quite funny subversion of expectations mm. so that's secret <coughs> warriors it's all right. Pretty good. Okay. What else did you read? Well, I'll, I'll save that because I haven't quite finished it. So I'll save that for next time. Oh, okay. Right. I'm about two-thirds of the way through, so... Well, another Jonathan Hickman thing that I read uh, was the two newest issues of X-Men. I talked about one, two, and three. I've now read four and five. 
and these two are because I wasn't I wasn't overly fond of the first three, but these two are much better. So this this is the weird new X Men that develop drugs to the rest of the world and they oh, have their own right, island. Oh right, right, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. getting recall now. I like so, them covers. Yeah, uh, Lionel Yu is a very detailed, sort of realistic artist. Uh, so number four is Professor X, Magneto, and Apocalypse going to this like international summit to try and establish their new country, Krakoa, uh, as an actual nation rather than just a mutant island. And they have to convince all these other countries that um, they are a country. It, it doesn't sound very interesting. Sounds very political. So yeah. It does sound There's, interesting, actually. There's still action in it through um, uh, Cyclops and Gorgon, who are sort of there as bodyguards for these three. And Magneto has some really good speeches in here about how... Um, you want to give him a chest, Charles? Yeah, it's yes. it's more. Oh, Charles! The... You want to do it again, Charles? Yeah, that there's one. no no chess involved. Okay. And issue five was very good. Um, it's not focusing on uh, Charles Xavier or Cyclops like the other issues are, and instead focusing on uh, X twenty three. So young Wolverine, mm-hmm. uh, Darwin. Oh yeah, X Men First Class. Yeah, is, is, is he like like a pond skipper? He's is he like the the first sort of missing link sort of thing, the first almost. thing that crawled out of the the ocean. Not really. No. Kind of. He's got the. He can evolve to ah, fit any environment. Right. Okay. And the third member of this team is Sink, who has the not Sink is in wash your hands in the sink. No. As but S Y N C H. Yes. 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 I... Who can copy other people's powers? Yeah. So these three are sent after the Children of the Vault, who are a very interesting idea. The Children of the Vault are mutants that um, evolved in a different environment. So their powers are completely different, and they've evolved in like a time, uh, times frozen area. So that they've evolved completely differently <laughs> to the fact that they're not human anymore. So they're kind of like if mutants had thousands of years to evolve. Right. Because they were uh, evolved inside this vault, hence the name Children of the Vault. Right, so they've been taken mm-hmm. in isolation where yeah. there's no time or anything like that. And so yeah. they've just been given uh, all this moments yeah. to evolve. Yeah. Okay, I understand. So Sink, uh, Laura and Darwin are sent to find uh, the child of the vault, Serafina, and they follow her to the vault, and uh, they end up getting trapped in there. And then the final page is, it says like two months later, and it's got a conversation between Xavier and Cyclops. And uh, uh, Cyclops says, well, how long have they been in there now? And Xavier says, two months. And then Cyclops says, but how long has that been for them? And he says... It's been like 800 years or something. Uh, you're going to get bored of this time, aren't you? Which is crazy. Like, I thought that it was very executed very well um, with, like, the the pacing of that one p- uh, page mm. and the art by R.B. Silver and Marte Gracia, who are, they're very good. Mm. Especially Gracia, who is, like, so you an amazing colorist. Yeah, yeah. Okie dokie. It just made me think about, because those three are... Pretty so much. You think about okay. They're pretty much immortal if you think about it. Mm-hmm. So they've not. They're not dead. They have been in 
I don't who God knows what for eight hundred years. They must be bored out of their minds. Yeah. Surely you go completely insane if you're just Probably. stuck in a vault for eight hundred years. Well, are they stuck in this vault or are they stuck in whatever the children of the vault evolved in? Are they stuck in their world or are they stuck in a vault? They're going to come out angry, aren't they? Eight hundred yeah. years trapped in there. That's if they come out ever. Because boring. I th- it was especially interesting if you consider the fact that. X-Men are immortal now because they can just be brought back. But in this case, it doesn't matter. They've been through a fate worse than death because at this point, death doesn't mean anything. But spending 800 years in... Immortality is a curse. Yeah. Yes. So anyway... That's what you've been reading. Very interesting. Okay, then. What have we been watching? Well, quite a few things. Uh, Not as many of you as you watch, probably. But no. we have watched a few things. Now, uh, you watched one film on your own, I watched one yeah. film on your own, and then we watched one, two, three, four films together as a fam. Yeah. So what was the one film you watched on your own? So, I watched You this. swine. Yeah, I know. Yeah, because I wanted to watch this as well. I know. You could still watch it. Yeah, well, I can, yeah. I, I, could, I wouldn't mind watching round, it again. Get, get round to watching it. Go on, then. Um, I watched Uncut Gems, mm. the new Safdie Brothers film starring Adam Sandler about a guy who just wants to win a lot of money through dueling and other assorted... Dueling? Jewelering. Not dueling is in Not like... jewellery? Yeah, he's... Would that be a better way to pronounce it rather than dueling? Yeah, maybe. Because dueling obviously is, you know, they've Smoke, got swords. Fake smoking No, well. they've got swords and they're, they're oh, yeah. fighting to the death. Yeah. So he owns like a jewellery shop. Okay. And he also puts bets on basketballers... And he does lots of things to try and get a heck load of money. He's a gambler. Yeah. In all kinds of ways. Now, the, 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 like the special thing about this is not the story itself, but the way that it's framed in the fact it's very tense. It's perfectly uh, built around the plot escalating to the final scene where you don't know what's going to happen. There are loads of scenes where there's just... So much audio and so much background going on that it's hard to even focus on what the main characters are saying, which gives it a very, like, anxiety-driven, like, oh, tone. Very um, Robert Altman. Who? Go on. A very famous director, Robert Altman. Uh, so it's very, um, it's very, uh, I don't know what else to say. Okay. It's just, it's, it was very good. I really okay. liked well, it a lot. I will, I, yeah, I'm, I, I will get around to watching it eventually. Mm-hmm. And Adam Sandler's good in it. Which is, because everyone knows him as the guy who does stupid comedies and embezzled thousands mm, of I think, dollars I think, through Jackie uh, Jill. For those who do realise that he's very good, like in Punch Drunk Love, etc. I think they are incredibly frustrated by Adam Sandler's career because mm-hmm. he can actually put in very good performances, serious performances. And just seems to take the dollar mm-hmm. and do garbage. But and that's each to their own. There's really clever dialogue in here. And there's... Uh, it's mostly very beautiful, like in terms of colour, you know me, I like a colourful film. Mm-hmm. And um, like there's lots of long shots and things like that, but there's also lots of short shots for depending long on what you need. Long shots as in framing or as in takes, long takes. 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 Okay. Uh, and yeah, very good, I liked it. Okay. Uncut Gems. Still available on the old Netflix there. Yeah. Okay, well, what I watched... Well, I didn't watch on my own. I watched it without you and the other child. I watched uh, the classic Hitchcock the Thriller to Catch a Thief. 
um, with your Momovics right there. Starting, of course, Carrie Grant and Grace Kelly. Uh, it's it's not his best by any stretch of the imagination. But what it is interesting is actually the backstory behind um, the real people. So uh, this is probably, I, th I do believe this is Grace Kelly's last film. She didn't die or anything. She ended up, because this is shot in the south of France and in and around, and she ended up um, marrying the Prince of Monaco. And what? Yeah, and, and stopped being an actress and ended up being royalty instead. So Princess Grace of Monaco That's is crazy. what she ended up being. And so she stopped acting altogether, which is a shame. And there you go. That's probably the most interesting thing about it. It's not by any stretch of imagination Hitchcock's best. I'm, I'm going to sneeze. Just give me a minute. Yeah, I thought you were going to do something. That's why you're sticking your finger up in the air. I know. Not the finger, but a finger. Yeah, I'm definitely just... going to sneeze. My eyes are watering. Okay. Right, we're back. I didn't sneeze. You. I didn't sneeze. I did. Really loud. You had to I edit thought it I was going to sneeze, but I didn't sneeze. To okay, what else beef. are we watching? Oh, you finish this? Yeah. Done. Okay. We watched The Terminal. Ah, oh. Tom no, so, Hanks, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. So Tom Hanks, nine, uh, 2004, it's directed by Steven Spielberg. I'm so surprised I haven't seen this. Because, I don't know. I don't know why I haven't seen it. Are you a big Spielberger? Well, not a massive Spielberger fan, but I, I'm just surprised I hadn't caught it when I had, because I do like Tom Hanks as well. Anyway, this is uh, The Terminal, based apparently on a true story about an Eastern apparently. European tourist Allegedly. who gets stuck in some kind of limbo at a American airport. Because his country, it's fallen into ruin. So he can't go back to his country and he can't go into America because mm. his passport has been... He's not recognised <laughs> because his country is also not recognised. So he's stuck inside an airport terminal. Mm. So you've got this little sort of toing and froing with uh, Stanley Tushy. Is that his name? Stanley Tushy? Yes. That's right, yeah. uh, who else is in it? Catherine Zeta-Jones. She's quite rubbish. Uh, I thought, but uh, I think Diego I thought, Luna, yeah, Zoe Saldana. That's right, yeah. So there's lots of familiar faces, isn't there? Mm -hmm. We've gone on to be uh, bigger things, and um, I also thought um, Hanks was very good as usual. I thought yeah. the ridiculous accent was going to wind me up, but no, not at all. He's always engaging mm -hmm. and always watchable. And there's some funny moments in it. It's just a bit of fluff, really. It's nothing yeah, nothing yeah. major, nothing. It was just, sit down, let's watch that. Yeah. Oh, that was pleasant. Like a nice warm cup of tea on a Sunday afternoon. I think that that's most Spielberg films. Mm -hmm. He's very commercial. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say Saving Private Ryan is like that, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. Or Schindler's List. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There are exceptions. Or Munich. There are exceptions. Yeah, okay. But I'm talking like the Terminal, Tintin... Yeah. Catch a Thief. Jaws. No, Catch a Thief, that's not right. <laughs> catch Me If You Can. <laughs> yeah. Oh, catch Me If You Can is good. Yeah, I know. I need to rewatch that. It's very good. I've seen that in a while. Yeah. But Terminal, it's all right. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. You can look the other way. Yeah, and it's available on Netflix. There you go. That's mm -hmm. why we watched it. All righty then. What else did we watch as a fan? Now, this is less than fluff. I mean, more than fluff. Sorry. Um, it is... Christopher Nolan's Interstellar, which we watched because uh, you forgot what happened or something. Well, yeah, I think we both can. Yeah. I need to rewatch that. I can't fully remember it. Uh, and we just took it on the old projector. Got to have, yes. got to have the scale. On Blu-ray. On the old blue. You got to have the scale and the quality for this type of large-scale 
cinema experience. Yeah. Uh, it was very good. I mean, um, very sad. I didn't remember it being as sad as it Mama is. Mama Bix did. She warned you beforehand. She did. I thought, no, she just gets upset by things. And now she's right. Very I sad. didn't remember it being that sad. Mm, very sad. Okay. Anyway, Matthew McConaughey as a uh, spaceman going into space to save the planet. There you go. Mm-hmm. And you got all the usual Nolan uh, faces with... Uh, Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Um, and other people. Jessica, Jess, Jessica Chastain, Anne Hathaway. Um, yeah, I forgot. Casey Affleck. Jessica Cast- Chastain. I can't say her name. <laughs> Jessica Chastain and Basic Affleck played the two children. Basic Affleck. <laughs> Whatever. Basic athlete. Yeah. John Lithgow is in it. Timothy Chalamet is also in it as the son Mm-hmm. or grandson or whatever you'd be lots of people I didn't remember being in it mm. so there you go it yeah. was alright it was very good it is it is very good it's not it still owes a lot to its um, 1960s counterpart 2001 but even more so to a film I oh, mentioned last time Solaris. Matt Damon's in it and Matt Damon we forgot about him we did Again. forget about him and 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 it wasn't in the marketing and publicity at the time as well. So it was a real big surprise when we saw it at the cinema. And all of a sudden, is that Matt Damon? Yeah. Yes, it is. And just like in The Martian, he gets stranded on a planet again. Poor Matt. It's definitely not my favourite Christopher Nolan film. No, not by it's long maybe short. like midway. Mid, it, it, that bad? No, no. Uh, I like it more than following. Okay. I like it more than... Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. I like it more than Insomnia. Oh. I don't know if I do or not. I think I might like Insomnia more. No, I think that this is better than Insomnia. Yeah, I did say it was. I said I like it more. I th- okay, I like it's the seller more than Insomnia. Okay. But it's not better than Batman Memento. Memento Dark Knight. In- Inception. Inception. Dunkey. Oh, I probably like it about... I've not I've not seen Dunkirk in a while. Oh. I probably need to watch that. And it's not as good as Batman Begins. Yeah. Yeah. I'd put it better than Batman Begins actually. Mm. I, I need to rewatch that. Mm. I probably need to rewatch everything except Memento, Inception and this and Insomnia and Following. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Um what else did we watch as a fam? So the four of us watched Plat. Now you love war. You just I, love well, a bit of death. Yeah, but but the Vietnam warfare. War is not my favourite war, is it? I like the old World War Two. I don't know. I think I'm more interested in Vietnam and like smaller scale wars than the big the, ones. I think the I think the only thing about the Nam Wars is to become a little bit uh, the films themselves, not the war. The films about the Vietnam waving. War have a little bit. No, the no, quite the opposite. Actually, they're all uh, since Platoon because they were before that with like uh, John. Wayne's Green Berets and things like that they become very anti-war which of course is a good message to have mm-hmm. but they've just kind of become a little bit cliche, they're the same kind of thing and a very familiar look about them. It's reminded me of that Frankie Boyle joke where he said that, uh, it's not rude, don't worry uh, where he says that um, America will come to your country mess it up and then a few decades later they'll make a Make a film about how destroying your country made them feel a bit sad. Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, so, but you've got some very good uh, performances from some uh, people at the start of their careers, like William Defoe and Tom Berenger. But then you've also got some awful. Uh, I thought I thought Charlie Sheen was rubbish. He's absolutely wooden 
I know he's only young in it, but he's rubbish. He's, he's one of those actors that I've not he really seen him in anything. He can't act to save his life. And I've only heard of him, so I assumed, oh, he's a pretty big name. He's he must be a good awful. actor. But there's some other young faces in there, like Forrest Whitaker, yeah. Johnny Depp, um, and and I can't, there's somebody else that I can't remember who it was now. But lots of familiar young faces in there. But Willem Dafoe is very good in it. Other than that, and Tom Berenger's okay. Other than that, I think some of them are just really over the top and terrible. I don't think anyone stood out to me other than <clears throat> Willem Dafoe. Mm-hmm. Not even that other guy that you mentioned. Well, I say he's okay. He's, he's all yeah. right. He, he, he just does evil. That's it. I didn't think it, this was that. But he's, he's going. Uh, uh, but you're probably not familiar with Tom Berenger, are you? He was a bit of a heart throbbing in the 80s. I recognise him. From all right, so he was, he was kind of going against type here with his scarred face yeah. and uh, and being a bad guy. So that's that's why that's about the only interesting thing about him. He's okay. from. Hmm. Is it Yeah, he is. All the version in that, yeah. But in the 80s, he was uh, a bit of a heart throb. Five things. He's, he's yeah, he's very. He's, he's a. He's right. a dude. He's a guy. This wasn't great. I was expecting it to be something more than it was, but it was pretty. Well, he did run win Oscars mill. and all that kind of thing, and I, I thought it was a lot better than it was. I did see it at the cinema when it first came out. I haven't seen it since. I remember enjoying it when it first came out, but it's been. If I say this, has been done to death now, and you'll have seen it yeah. so many different things and probably better. And I preferred Tropic Thunder. Yeah, well, you know what? It's <laughs> it's certainly funnier, uh, yeah. and of course, it takes the mick out of this. Of course, with the uh, Willem Dafoe over the top dying. Yeah, it's a bit dated as well. Very much so. Especially in terms of like, it's quite sexist. Mm-hmm. A bit homophobic in parts. Mm-hmm. It's not PC. Mm-hmm. I would be interested to watch Stanley Kubrick's Full Metal Jacket, which I believe, and again, I'm only remembering from the past, was a far superior Vietnam War film. Far more interesting, far more yeah, better performances, etc., etc. Mm-hmm. But there you go. Anyway, that's that was Platoon. That's what we watched, and that was at the behest of some two. Much like this next this film. This next film. Yeah. So Joker. he's been wanting to see this for a while. It's Joker. He went to the cinema with his mates and was refused entry because he's not old enough, naughty boy. It's okay. Joker. So we we just it's just been released it's on Joker. Um, domestic video disc. <laughs> it's not what it's called <laughs> on DVD, and we watched it last night. Can you guess what it is? Is it Joker? Yes. Okay. It's the new Joaquin Phoenix. He's wearing makeup. He's running around town. He's laughing. He's. It's Joker. That's right. Is that not a spoiler? Maybe. I think it probably was. Anyways, it doesn't matter. I'll bleep that out or distort it or something. Okay, Charlie Good. So, Whack and Phoenix. <coughs> this film was a lot to Taxi Driver and King of Comedy, those two early Scorsese mm-hmm. classics set in New York, the grimy New York, about a disturbed person yeah. who uh, is also quite violent. Mm. Uh, and I much prefer the, both of those films to this one. And also, and um, we and you agreed yeah, that we, we watched a fairly similar film starring Whacking Phoenix two weeks ago, just two Last weeks show. ago, when we were really something. What's it called? You were never really here. That's the one. When we were really Lynn Ramsey's. <laughs> Lynn Ramsey's. You were never really here. And I must. I know he's 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 got lots of awards and everything, and it's a very impressive performance. But mm-hmm. for me, 
his performance in You Never Really Hear is far more subtle and yeah. interesting. And I think he's far better in that than he is in this. I think mm -hmm. it's a rather little bit too overwrought and a little bit cliche, really. Oh, I'm bunkers. So what? It was a very okay film. It's still a comic book film. It tries to be very serious, but it's still a comic book film. So either watch a serious film that's made by a grown-up director, because clearly this Todd Phillips fella is, hasn't got a clue. He's, a He's obviously not. He's not capable of doing something as deep and sophisticated as what we've just been talking about, like Taxi Driver or like when you were really here. I still can't remember the title. You were never really here. <laughs> and I, I was expecting this to be something deeper and darker because of the, the it's got the overwhelming praise that it's got. In the face. It's well, nominated I mean, for in Best In terms picture. of other comic book films, yes, it seems very serious and very clever. It's but not as mature as So Logan. what? Well, Logan yeah. Is a well, film well you know what? I totally darker. agree with you. I think Logan is a better film, in terms of, you know, comic book films as they are. I mean, why? I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, yeah, very disappointed with it. To be I honest. think it's the fact that it was advertised as something different. It wasn't really that different. But I still think, uh, what well, it did win the Oscar for best score. I did think the score was very good. It set the scene very well. Um, yeah, Joaquin is good, obviously. And there were there were a few twists in there I liked. There was one twist that I thought was really good. Yeah, with, yeah, I agree. This, let's, let's, you know, I'm not going to say what it is, yeah. but there was like there was an almost genius bit of dialogue that gave away this twist. But then it kind of spoils it by showing flashbacks. Yeah, like well, that's what I'm talking about. It's it's not. It's it's clearly this person doesn't understand how to do it. That that they think, oh yeah, we'll need that because people are as stupid as I am mm. to be able to understand what's going on. Not duh, no, we get it. Thanks, you moron. So <laughs> it just yeah. it's it just felt like it was a uh, an attempt by a juvenile to make a grown up film. That's what it felt like to me. I will say that overall, it was still pretty enjoyable. Like some of the the violence and some of that was like done through some very tense scenes, and I believed the the Gotham that this is set in to an extent. It was still every character was a dickhead. Uh, it tried to paint everyone as a dickhead except for the murderous guy, and Which it tried, tried to is excuse problematic. his actions. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's not his fault. It's not his fault. That's a that is a spoiler. Oh, yeah, that is a spoiler. <laughs> yeah, I'll distort oh, yeah, that so, again. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, but it, it does try to excuse his behaviour. And I think that's what I'm talking about when I'm talking about that this guy hasn't clearly got the emotional maturity to be able to deal with this kind of character. Because yeah. Travis Bickle, the eponymous character in Taxi Driver, is equally as disturbed but we don't excuse his behaviour, even though it is almost lauded at the end of the film. Mm -hmm. It still shows him for the disturbed individual he is, even though he's actually trying to do the right thing within that film. So it, it's clear, I, I, it all falls down to Phillips, and clearly he hasn't got a bleeding well, clue what guy, he's doing. If this had a decent director, 
maybe it could have been a really, really good film because, like you say, Wacky Phoenix is excellent. He's he is working out of his skin here yeah. to get a performance out of this, and, and really, really, really lots good. Lots of the another, improv stuff that he does. Yeah, and some tell and some good support good. performances as well. De Niro. Yeah. Uh, you know, and and several other people didn't like the fan service stuff. With that's a spoiler. Oh, <laughs> I was trying to not to say anything. <laughs> Anyways, enough spoilers. Yeah, it, well, enough talking about that film now because I can't keep talking about it without ruining it. <laughs> okay, so that was the joke. We watched that one, and that was the last thing we watched in what we've been watching mm-hmm. and what we've been reading. Now it's time for some trailers. Yeah. Trailers. 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 Yeah. Trailers. The part of the show where we usually look at five trailers that have come in the past 14 days. But this time we're looking at ten trailers. Mm. And we're telling you whether we think they're good, bad, or somewhere in the middle. Mm. So we have a real feast for you here. Yeah. A real eclectic mix. Starting with... The Jesus Rolls. Now, we've already had a, tra- uh, a teaser, teaser trailer, which gave away nothing, really, other yeah. than the fact that this is the, um, the Jesus. John Turturro character from The Big Lebowski reprising his role. Other than that, it gave nothing well. So this gives us a little bit more about the story. It's, it's Jesus is getting out of jail. He's a lot older. And straight away, we see him getting into all kinds of hijinks, and he's not changed his ways, and he's stealing cars, and he's getting involved in all kinds of things. Yeah. And that's it. And it's the characters he meets. Yeah. So you've got Audrey Tattoo, you've got Christopher John Walken, John Hamm, Pete Davidson, uh, Susan Sarandon. So it's a great cast. Yeah. I'm not entirely convinced of what it is I'm watching here. I'm not sure why it exists. No, um, it, it, um, I think if it was not the Jesus character, I think I'd be going, oh, yeah, this looks all right, this looks interesting. But because it is that, and it's got that baggage with it, it just seems pointless. It just seems like, why, why are you using that particular character? He was a fun character in the original film, but it just doesn't seem like it's got enough legs to carry it, really. Mm-hmm. And it it seems, I think it's trying to be funny as well, and it's not very funny. But I'm not sure. I'm really, really not sure about this at all. And neither neither of the brothers Cohen are involved? No. It's it's very much a John Turturro film. Written, directed, starring. Hmm. So, well, you know, he's, he's pretty decent, but I don't know if I, I need to see this. It may be yeah. one of those ones where... Eventually, in a decade's time, I might get round to watching it. Or when it arrives on Netflix in like yeah, 18 months. Yeah. And you'll add it to your list and, and then, then you'll watch the, it another the, 18 yeah, months later. Yeah, yeah, there you go. So I think uh, in terms of uh, thumbing, I think it's firmly in the middle. Um, yeah, it looks serviceable. It just looks like, like you said, it doesn't look like it's a film with Jesus in it, but it's got the Jesus in the main the main role. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. What have you got? What's trailer number two, please? Trailer number two is for the new A twenty four film. What does that mean? This is a company. Okay. Guys, who did mm. all those films. All those films. Yeah. What? The all the other A films. Yeah. A one, A two, A three, A four, A five, Under the Skin, A six, A seven, The Lighthouse, eight, nine, ten, eleven. 
Bloody I'm going, going on to 23. Please don't. Okay. But they're the, the ones who uh, pretentious film people say they're bringing back cinema. Okay. Because everyone else is just making superhero films. Okay. In a time when honour was everything in a bad red font, when courage in a bad red font made, made kings. kings whose heads are on fire. Mm -hmm. so, mm. so that's the start Green of the Green Knight. Green Knight. Mm. You got Dev Patel is some sort of Green well, Knight. I'm assuming it's referring to Gawain the Green Knight which was one of King Arthur's knights who went on the quest for the Holy Grail. Yes, Castle says this okay. guy's name is Gawain. So that's right, I got that right. All right. So it's obviously set in some kind of fictional medieval time. Mm -hmm. And we have various sorts of supernatural um, swashbuckling hijinks. It's kind of trippy. Yeah. You've got weird wheels, yeah. dead people lots of blood yeah man with a fox a giant hand yeah very uh, fantasy yes but not in the traditional but sense. yeah but really rooted in sort of english mythology yeah so it's you know if this was made in the 70s it would have been made by terry gilliam probably yeah jabberwocky if it was made in the early 2000s it would have been made by peter jackson and if it was made in the 80s it would have been made by uh, what's his face who did Excalibur? Um, oh, bugger, I can't remember his name. Sorry. Okay. Don't know. Really famous if it was British made director. In the late 1600s, it would have been made by William Shakespeare. Yeah, that's true. And it would have been a play rather than a film. So, other than um, your man, who else is in it? Uh, Alicia Vikander. Okay. Joel Edgerton. Sarita Chowdhury. Sean Harris. Okay. A few people. Barry yeah, Keoghan. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sort of. Some names, kind of known, not people. big names, but mm. uh, good character actors yeah. that we're familiar with and probably seen in other things. Yeah, it looks interesting. It looks uh, like it might be uh, watchable. I might actually quite like this. I don't know, but I'll let, I, I, I'm going to stick my thumb in the middle again. I'm going to reserve judgment on this one. Yeah. it's only um, the first trailer, and maybe they'll give us a bit more about story rather than just imagery in the second trailer. I hope not. Because uh, I think it's a pretty good trailer. Mm. I think it shows just the right amount you need to decide whether or not you want to see the film. Mm -hmm. So well, I'm, I already I'm know going the to be story, kind. So. I'm going right. to give it a thumbs up. Oh, I'm wow. staying positive. Okay. Then. That's Green Knight. Okay, Green Knight. When's it out? It is out uh, next this year. This next year. Next year. This year. Yeah. On the May the 29th. Okay, we didn't actually say that one about the previous film, did we? I think it's m April or May. Okay, then. That's good knowledge. Yeah. I'm it's close, about close this the year. tab, Dad. Okay. Okay. All right, next trailer, then, please. So this one is a strange one because it's weird. Okay. Well, that was what strange would tend to Yes. They have the same suggest. definition. But this is Spiral. Okay. Starring... Chris Rock from Madagascar fame. <laughs> yeah, that's what he's known for. Mm -hmm. yeah, this looks like a real it. vanity project, if you ask me. It's, he's clearly starring in it. Clearly the focus of the trailer is yep. all about him and how cool he is uh, in his cool car with his cool sunglasses on and saying cool things. And then the first great big caption is from executive producer Chris, Chris Rock. Rock. It's a big, it's just a, Huge, big masturbation thing. This, what's going on? <laughs> Go on, carry weird, on. Weird way to word it, but okay. Yeah. So you got these two cops cupping around. There's 
or there's been a murder and he's like, I'm on my way. And it's gruesome and it gets more gruesomer. Samuel L. Jackson appears. Who mm. guess we're guess, doing anything now. And guess what he says? MF. Yes. What a surprise, Sam. I know. That's the that's only that's line he says. That's the only line he says in this trailer. I know. Wow. He, has, he says it in every film he's in. Oh, bless. He even says it in uh, Infinity War. I thought he was looking a bit chunky, actually, wasn't he? You know, he looking a bit chunky. I didn't notice that particularly. Uh, anyway. Uh, I mean, it looks very nice. The cinematography and lighting and all that's very nice. It's obviously nice set pieces, but yeah. my God, it's cliche. It's, yeah. it's, it's uh, oh, we've seen seven. Let's try and do that. Yeah. And there's the big twist at the end where it says, this is in the same universe as the, the Saw films. Mm. This is the one where the guy in the mask kidnaps people and gets them to cut their own arms off. Yeah. So, and they're pretty... Not very well liked films, aren't they? They're well, ones that there very you go. Gruesome, and there's like twenty of them or something. Yeah. So it's a weird direction for a franchise like that to go in. Mm. But I don't know. No, I don't know either. I really have no time for this mm -hmm. at all. It's a good poster. Uh, is it? I like that. Do you? Yeah. Does it tell you anything about the film? Well, it's a teaser poster, isn't it? Well, does it tell you what genre it's in? It tells me. That Nothing. It's horror, it, horror. No, it doesn't. That crime, does, that mystery. That does not say any of those things. Anything at all. I know Chris It's a Rock's very pretty picture, but it doesn't give you any information about the film. I would prefer to have a pretty picture than a big mess of a poster that gives you everything oh, no, you no, need no, to no, know no, about that, the film. No, 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 no. It's about very cleverly communicating. Oh, no, no, no your semiotic information what's, that's what it is about what makes a good poster what's your favorite film poster a, a poster my, i don't know about my favorite film poster but um a good film poster is something that communicates to its intended audience what it is i'm going to see or an indication of what it might be it's all very well being oh this is very ambiguous and confusing but then you won't get anybody going to see it because they're not sure what it bloody is. A film poster is a marketing and promotional tool. It may be a piece of artwork, and it's all very well if it's absolutely beautiful, and that's great, but that's an unsuccessful poster if it doesn't do what its primary function is. I disagree. It is not meant to be a piece of art. I disagree. It, is ha it has a function. It is a piece of advertising for a different product. Maybe. And if it fails to do that, then it's a failure as a poster. Well, maybe you value capitalism and monetary value over mm, art itself. Nope, I do like not. Me. If you want to do some beautiful artwork, do some beautiful artwork, but don't do it. When, I mean, by all means, do both. That's a good poster, then. I mean, the poster for your film does neither. Art. It's just a guy in a street <laughs> under a street light. <laughs> I didn't have the money to get anybody to do anything decent for me. All right, Spiral, Chris yeah. Rock, Sam Jackson, a few other people. It Rubbish. Thumb down. May. Um, yeah, I have to agree, really. There's nothing that's making me change my mind about that, really. Okay, so from the sublime to the ridiculous that wasn't sublime at all but there you go <laughs> from the from the rubbish to the ridiculous well this is this is really an oddity it's a chinese film i believe called well it's being released as the iron mask here but in china it's called journey to china the mystery of iron mask okay but so it's also being released as viy2 well you say it's a chinese film but it has a russian director 
Maybe it's a Russian film. Okay then. I'm not, I'm not looking into it. I'm not looking into this. Rutger Hauer's in it. Wow. How's that happened? When was it made? 2019. Um, probably. That doesn't make sense. Okay, go back, go back down, and let's see who else. Because there's also Charles yeah. Dance is also in it. Jackie Chan, Arnold Schwarzenegger, yeah, well, Jason the main Fleming. Two in the trailer. Jason Fleming. Okay. So lots of uh, yeah, it's clearly a Russian film. Sorry. Yeah. It's just because it had China in the title. I okay. thought it's a Chinese film. Yeah. But this has lots of weird CGI fantasy pieces. And Not particularly impressive or realistic mm, CGI. Arnie is a it's very cartoon like. And Jackie Chan is a homeless man. All right. Or some sort of wise old bearded That's warrior. That's right. Now this is a, how long does this trailer last for? Just just quickly tell me right. It's so this one is minute fifty. One minute. So just under two minutes. And for probably over a minute, we see Arnold Schwarzenegger and Jackie Chan. So yeah. you, you're kind of thinking, if you don't go, hang on a minute, you're kind of thinking, oh, they must be the stars of this film, because clearly that's the way it is being portrayed, because well, their really. names come up first, and then they're in, the they're in, they're in the most of the trailer, and then you realise, hang on, they're just in one scene. Yeah. And that's what it keeps repeating in the trailer. And then you realise that, Actually, they've just got tiny little cameos. It's all yeah. a, it's all a con. And it says in the trailer as well from the producers of Kill Bill, so yeah. it's kind of hyping up to be this big big Hollywood movie with these two big name stars from the producers of Kill Bill. So Quentin Tarantino must have directed this yeah. one. But no, it's a weird Russian Chinese comedy actioner. Uh, fantasy adventure film. Yeah, it's <laughs> so weird, such an oddity. You need to see it for yourself, really. So Just head on over to the Papa Big's YouTube channel and watch this. Watch this trailer. trailer. Yeah, it is awful. Oh. It, it, I mean, it's yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know what it is to be honest. It looks like a fantasy adventure film, but it's just the the interesting thing about it is the way it's being marketed with these people yeah. and everything like that, and the change of the name and everything like that. So that's very interesting, as if we are very stupid. So we didn't fall for it, but I bet loads people of people will. will. Yeah. Loads of people will, and they'll go there. I'll just be annoyed. So if you want to see this, it comes out April the 10th. It gets 4.6 stars on IMDb. Yeah. If you read the reviews, <laughs> it's people saying, I've been conned. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. also racist people. Oh. Maybe. I'm oh. not reading a full review. Okay. But that's the Iron Mask. What are you going to give it? I'm going to give it a thumbs up. I was actually about <laughs> to do that. You've told, stolen my thunder. I was going to give it a thumbs up. Okay, let's move on then. That's crazy. Right, so from the sublime to the... What did you say before? Ridiculous. The ridiculous. Our next trailer is one that's been hotly anticipated by the Papa Big Show for months, nay, even years since the very first film was released It's the dawn of cinema. Mm -hmm. This is why cinema was invented. Yes. This to is... make cheap animation to churn out and give to children to make loads of money and sell loads of toys. It's mm. Minions, The Rise of Gru. Okay, so is it, should it surely should be Minions 2, The Rise of Gru. Well, it's not just Minions 2, it's also Despicable Me 0, because not only is it a... <laughs> Sequel to Minions, it's a prequel to Despicable Me, so best of both worlds. Wow, yeah. Make the most money. I reckon even the Secret Life of Pets will appear at the end 
tying together of the Illumination Cinematic Universe. That's, that'd be great. Basically, the trailer consists of the entire start of the film, by the looks of it. Yeah, it's just a clip with the Beastie Boys playing in the background. Yeah, again, goodness me, they must be absolutely minted, those boys. Yeah, probably. Yeah, and it's just, yeah, let's just move on. So, on. this is not for us. Uh, is everybody reprising their voice role? Everyone, you mean Steve Carell? Yeah, because he's supposed to be a child, isn't he? Yeah, but it's him pitch-shifted. Ah, clever. Yes. Any other famous names providing voices it's for this probably. marvellous we're, animation? We're about to read this, and we're going to be like, why are they in this, aren't we? Oh, wait. Uh, Lucy Lawless. Dolph Lundgren. Julie Andrews. Danny Trejo. Michelle Yao. Russell Brand. Alan Arkin. RZA. Russell Brand, you said him. Danny Trio. That's a oh, lot of people. Goodness me. That's not Julie Jean-Claude Andrews. Van Damme. JCVD. Oh my God. That is Julie Andrews. That is Mary Bloody Poppins. I know. I was about to say. Mary Bloody Poppins. Playing Gru's mum. Oh. So you've got this evil team of villains, including Crab Hand, Metal Hands, Nun. Afro Girl, and a bloody nun. Who has? Uh, did you see her bike there? It's got menorahs on it. It's not even the right religion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, maybe she's got like a turban on as well underneath. Maybe she's uh, encapsulating all yeah. religions. It's a beautiful thing. But why is that evil? Uh, well, because religion's evil. It's a, it's an interesting commentary. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as as most good animations are, they uh, they they mm. seem like fluff on the surface. But beneath it all, they're making severe social commentary. But the end of this trailer is the most annoying thing ever, where this minion who's been tasked with keeping hold of this amulet retells the story of how he lost it. Oh, but they're so cute. It's so... It's hard to watch. It's It's not not for you. It's for small people. But small people can still enjoy good films that make them think, like the Lego movie, Mm -hmm. like The Iron Giant. Like the early Pixar films mm-hmm. that are good and aren't produced with the smallest budget possible that remove like reuse backgrounds and background characters, so they spend the least amount of money as possible because all they care about is making a profit rather than entertaining children. Ah, uh, they also care about selling toys as well. Oh yeah, sorry. <clears throat> okay, when's it out? Next um, summer. Summer probably. Yeah. Summer big summer movie. Thumbs down. Okay, thumb down from me, I'm afraid. Minions, The Rise of Gru. Give me another trailer then. The Give me something trailer. that's more aimed at us. Um, the Invisible Man, I guess. <laughs> okay. I, I didn't pick this because I was interested in the trailer or the film. I picked it because of the, the story behind it. Okay, well, we'll get to that in a minute. Well, this stars uh, Elizabeth... Moss. Uh, Moss, who's a brilliant actress from Mad Men and Handmaid's Tale, etc., uh, and I'm very the surprised. Kitchen. I'm very surprised to see her in this dross. This is mm. just lowest common denominator horror movie, surely. Mm-hmm. This is teenage children. Yeah. The sort of thing Sun movie. would go and watch over at his friend's house <laughs> after a game of COD. <laughs> okay. And it's just, mm, yeah. Really, oh, really disappointing and it's laughably rubbish so he's got some kind of like abusive. horrible abusive controlling boyfriend that Elizabeth yeah. Moff tries to get away from right at the start 
And then uh, she's obviously putting some kind of witness protection program or something like that. And then it turns out they say, oh, he's dead, that bloke. Mm-hmm. But no, he's not dead. Is he? He's, he's just he's, gone invisible. He's gone invisible, clearly. He's figured and out then he starts invisible. stalking her and he's invisible and everything. She's mental because how can somebody be invisible? And then it gets cranks up the horror yeah. thing and it's just those rubbish. So it's it's called The Invisible Man. Yes. And it is based on The, the Invisible H. Man. H.G. Wells classic. Because do you remember Dracula Untold and The Mummy? two films no they were made to start a monster cinematic universe yeah universal failed Mm. so now universal like let's do something different we tried crap films twice let's try crap horror films so they're doing the invisible man what next a scary frankenstein film it will be it will be where it's a slasher Mm. and then they'll do um the Mummy again, but with jump scares. Uh, but they won't. So we had Dracula the Mummy in no the Visible Man. So yeah, it'd be Frankenstein next one. Werewolf. Yeah. The Werewolf. I do like, there is a bit I like here. I do like it's the paint, paint bit. Sign. because it, Not because it's good, but because it's so bad it's good, you know? Mm. And also, why has he got like a mesh on? I don't know. He's like, when he's like a honeycomb man. That oh. would be a good film. The Honeycomb, honeycomb Man. man. Yeah. Anyway, when's it out? Uh, summer, probably. Okay, I love No, I'm actually going to look this time. Yeah, 28th of February, That's see? next week. There you go, see? So you were wrong. So yeah. it's a good job you checked. Yeah. Okay, then. Anybody other than Elizabeth Moss in this that we recognise? Maybe. <clears throat> Aldis Hodge, Storm Reid, Oliver Jackson Cohen. No, so no. Big names. No. Sam Smith is in it. Who's that? He, sorry, they did the... Um, what's it called? Spectre soundtrack. Oh, great! Yeah. Uh, is it got a, a decent director then? Who's the director? Lay Wannell. Is that not Lee? Lay Flannel. <laughs> Lay Flannel. He did Upgrade, which okay. is going to be okay. Okay. And Insidious, which I think. So isn't. clearly he's got form. He's an actor as well. Look at that. He's oh, he's four. No, they're things he's written. Oh. Escape from New York. He did it direct. Oh, God, he's doing the other bloody unnecessary reboot with The Rock. Escape from New York. Yeah, we'll take that. We'll deal with that another day. Okay, so yeah, terrible director for a terrible film. Uh, Thumb down. down. Next trailer. Next trailer is. um, This is a weird one. Okay. Because I'm not sure why it exists. Okay, so this is for series four of the television phenomena on Netflix, Stranger Things. It's not series four. It's what just is it? four. Okay. It's Stranger Things four. Okay. Come on. Okay, then. So it reveals the thing that everyone already knew, which is that Hopper is alive. Yeah. David so Harbour we're in some kind alive. of Siberian winter, and uh, all these prisoners building a railway and as it pans along we see a big fella in a woolly hat he takes his woolly hat off he's bald it's hopper he's got no hair yeah and he's still alive yeah there which was already revealed at the end of series well three. It, it definitely suggested that didn't it the americans alive or yeah. whatever so clearly he realizes so you know it, 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 it's not um, this, this is the second teaser as well because there was that other one that said we're not in hawkins anymore Oh, right, yeah. So, it's the second time they've teased mm. four 
of this series. So maybe we've got some serious kind of Cold War thing going on here for this series. I hope it's good. Mm, let's hope so. Let's hope they do do something different with it because I think they've run its course yeah. with the monster in the 80s small town thing. Maybe it's a monster in Russia. Yeah, I'll maybe just, the just something entirely different with a lot of different characters. That I think that would be great. Yeah. Okay, that is changing things. For when is the actual series out on Netflix? I Does it give us any indication? There is a release date. Okay, well, uh, we'll we'll let you know maybe when that year, happens. Maybe this year. Maybe next year. Does it give us any indication about cast? Is everybody going to be back in it? Or probably. Or oh well, you don't know, do you? I mean, uh, it could be other people as well. Who's going to die this series? Because uh, someone dies every series. Well, who's it going to be? Didn't. I know, but they still had the older brother die. Oh yeah, uh, it's going to be Winona Ryder. There you go. Oh, I they need to kill a kid. Kill a kid. They've not killed any of the little kids. Oh, we'll yet. definitely make it Finn Wolfhard. Yeah. Every eight scenes. Not the actor. No, just don't the kill the actor. Okay. Just kill the character. Yeah. Yeah, kill him. What's he called? Mike. 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 Kill Mike. The other three. Let's, let's start a campaign. Four. Kill Mike campaign. Let's get t-shirts. Kill Mike. Mm -hmm. And you could just have like an ugly curly-haired kid with like a big cross across him. Kill Mike. Kill Mike. Kill Mike. Kill Mike. I think you're getting Mike. too far into this, Dad. Okay. You hate Mike that much? No. Thumb up for me. Oh, I mean, <laughs> really? Yeah. I'm, you know what? I want it to be completely different. You know what? What? I'm going to give this a thumbs down. Okay. Very interesting, right? Not really. Well, go on. Uh, because I I really like Stranger Things. Mm hmm But I think this is a crap trailer. Okay. I think it's a crap teaser trailer. Okay. Because it didn't tease anything. It didn't trail anything. But I, and I think it's not worth my actually time. actually why I quite like it. Because it knows that its audience already knows that information. So it's it's been a tease. It has about no being reason to exist. It has no reason to exist other than look at Valentine's Day. Look at what we've put on our yeah. Instagram. Yeah, it's Ain't called this marketing. Cool? Right, give me another trailer. Then. This is another pretty short trailer for some pretty short TV shows. Mm. Plural. That being the brand new Marvel Studios trailer. Okay. For three shows on Disney Plus. Oh yes. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yes. WandaVision, yes. awful name, and Loki. Yes. So uh, you get a certain amount with yeah. the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. You get the, both characters, obviously. You get the shield. You get the Cap's shield. You get the skydiving. Yeah. You get, so you get your action and your adventure. And you get guns. Yeah. And then you get this absolutely... It looks bonkers, doesn't it? It's crazy. So I'm I'm assuming that they're they're just they're bored and then they're just like putting together all these kind of crazy costumes. Are they just spicing up their sex life or something? Well, it's kind of not. Um, by the way, I'm not talking about Winter Soldier and no. Falcon. <laughs> I'm talking about Wonder and, and the Vision. Well, it, Vision is currently dead. Yeah. So I think that this is. Scarlet Witch in some way trying to piece Vision's mind together. I don't know why, but she's using sitcoms as sort of some 50s-esque black and white stuff, some mm. 70s, 80s, like 90s homages all throughout this. I mean, it's it, pretty crazy, they've obviously had quite a lot of fun making it and recreating it, and the production values look very good. 
but I'm not quite sure what I'm supposed to be watching there. I know. Very strange. I love that about that. Mm. I think it's yeah. It might be quite good. It might be. It might be fun. Still, the cast announcements that um, Darcy Lewis from Thor is going to be in this. Randall Park from Ant Man and the Wasp is going to be in it. Right. Captain Marvel's friend's daughter is going to be in it. <laughs> okay. It's crazy. Okay. And the third... How is it all going to piece together? I don't know. But the third one, of course, is very limited in what's on there. It's just a tiny little shot right at the end of Loki. Tom Hiddleston, Hiddleston yeah. reprising his role as Loki. And what's his piece of dialogue there? Just remind me, what does he say? I'm going to burn this place to the ground. There you go. So he's just his usual silly self. And that's it. Yeah, so it is a Tina. Loki began filming like a week before this trailer came out. Oh, uh, so I, I reckon they just kind of put something in. So when are they all? Do we know when um, Disney Plus is coming? That's coming in March this country. Mm -hmm. March twenty fourth. Yeah. So are they going to be debuting at the same time, or are they going to be held no, no, back no. until? Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier is coming out this summer. Mm -hmm. uh, One Division is coming out later this year like sort of autumn time and then Loki early next year. All right, so okay. All right. It's pretty exciting. I'm pretty excited for especially Winter Soldier and the um Falcon and WandaVision. Those mm. two. Loki not so not much. Not so much. Okay. But if if the Falcon Winter Soldier one is a lot like the Winter Soldier film and WandaVision is suitably crazy, then I think that both of them could be pretty good. Mm. So your thumbs up, is it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to stick my thumb up as well. It yeah. Looks, looks fun. So from superheroes to even more superheroes. Oh. Robat Batman is the Batman in the new the Batman. Batman. The Batman trailer with the Batman in it. Is it a trailer? It's it, they they do this for all their films. Yeah. Now. They do uh, a camera test. They call yeah. it. They did it with Joker when on the first day on set. They did it with. Birds of Prey for the first day on set, and now they're doing it for Batman. And his bat that he has on his chest is made out of the gun that killed his parents. Wow. That is metal. 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 Meta. Anyway. Well, maybe both. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Bobby Pattison. Yes. Uh, our teenage indie vampire and indie film star. Is the new bat, and it's just some very red lit costume tests. He, he looks exactly like Daredevil. I first mm. saw that this trailer came out from someone posting a screenshot on Twitter, and I just thought it was a screenshot it's the of red hues bullseye in Daredevil's suit from Daredevil season three. But it's not, it's the Batman. Mm. Which who's, who's directing this again? Remind me, Matt Reeves, who did he did War for the Planet of the Apes and mm -hmm. Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Mm -hmm. And and you quite like the look things. of the cast as well. So you've got I Andy do. Serkis, King of the Mocat. As Alfred. As Alfred. He's going to be a monkey butler, be, like he, in Umbrella he, Academy. Should be. You better be. He should be. Colin Farrell as the Penguin, really. Mm -hmm. Not so sure about that one. Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman. John Turturro as Carmine Falcone. Marvels. Paul Dano as the Riddler. That one sounds good. Yeah. And Jeffrey Wright as Commissioner Gordon. Yeah, and... I think all of them are pretty well cast, you know. Mm. I can see all of them. Oh, sorry, not Commissioner Gordon. James Gordon, Commissioner Gordon. He's not a commissioner. It's the same thing. No, 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 no he's not at that stage of his career, is he? Maybe he's not. clearly 
detective or captain Gordon. Maybe. Yeah, I'm saying yes, because look, he's got a commissioner in it. Oh, yeah. So Alex Ferns is playing the commissioner, so clearly you can't mm. have two commissioners. I have high hopes for this Batman film. Okay, well, we'll see. When's it out officially? 2021. Okay. Ages away. Ages and ages away. All right. I think the suit looks okay. Yeah, it looks okay. It's nothing special. It's better than the one from Justice League. Mm. That awful rubbery one, which they filmed mostly in the daytime. Uh, but I'm going to give it a thumbs up. Thumb in the middle for me. Thumb in the middle. Have we got anything else? Final trailer. Final trailer. One. This okay, was one pretty more. exciting. Because this one was kind of just thrown at us. We didn't know it was coming until the day before. Mm -hmm. And it's for the new Wes Anderson film. Oh. The French Dispatch. Lovely. I'll let you speak. You're a big fan of the man. Well, yeah, well, not always films, but yes, I do like the style. I was having a conversation with a colleague of mine who is not a big fan, and he really likes Rushmore. And he said you can kind of see that as kind of the um, crossroads of his career. Like, when, what shall I do next? Is this, the, is this the direction I'm going in? Am I going to do these stylized films, or am I going to do something a little bit more Rushmore-y? And... Clearly, you went in this direction, and I, I don't have a problem with that because I quite like most of his films. And this looks, it's, it's well, it's it's a Wes Anderson film. That's faux show. It's the most Wes Anderson film. It is as I if somebody say. said, "Can you make me a Wes Anderson film?" And they're going, "Yes, okay, I'll make you a Wes Anderson film." So you've got four, three, sixty-nine. You've got black and white. You've got bright colours. You've got all the hallmarks of Wes Anderson: the captions, the straight-on shots, yes, everything there. You've got. Uh, it seems to be an anthology as well. And then the story I watched, itself. Yeah, well, I watched the trailer and I'm like, "That looks great." And then I went. What on earth did I just watch? What What is it possibly about? But you're right. I think it could well be an anthology story or several stories that are just tied together through the French Dispatch, which is the name of a French newspaper slash magazine. You noticed that you thought that each story is like <laughs> an article in this paper. Like yeah. You noticed that Jeffrey Wright... Seems to be a food critic. Food critic, yes. Yeah. So there seem to be um, stories associated within the, the, the magazine and it yeah. kind of jumps around between those. I, I, I'm assuming that's what it might be. <coughs> Excuse me. So you have a huge cast. It's a Wes Anderson cast. Yes, and plus some others, plus some more. Yeah. So go. Saoirse Ronan, Timothy Chalamet, Elizabeth Moss, Leia Seydoux, Cecile de France, Bill Murray, obviously, Ed Norton. Ah. Willem Dafoe, Christoph Waltz, Tilda Swinton, Liv Schreiber, Owen Wilson, Adrian Brody, Rupert Friend, Benicio, Benicio Del Toro, Toro. Um, Francis McDormand, Angelica Houston, Jeffrey Wright, Jason Schwartzman. Obviously. Lots and lots now, of people. Now, a couple of Bob Balaban. Bob Balaban, yeah. There's a couple of interesting names in there. Some classics, which I was also quite interested in, which is Henry Winkler, the Fonz himself. He's also from that one CBBC show, with the naughty Hank. kid who played a lot of football. Zipster. Yeah. How go. do you remember what that's uh, called? Because I'm a big fan of Harry Winkler. <laughs> and the other one is Griffin Dunn. Now, Griffin Dunn was a big thing in the 80s. He was a brilliant little actor. Little he's, actor. Yeah, he is. He's little. And he was in American Wolf in London. And he was in, uh, what's that brilliant Scorsese one? Um, oh, I've forgotten. Um, uh, what's the plot? No, I've, 
Oh, Mean what? Streets. No, 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 no. The Aviator. No, it's it's a kind of dark comedy. It's not a. It's not Casino. your usual. No, you you won't recognise it, and it's probably one of. I, I actually now need to watch that Hugo. again. Hugo. No, stop talking. It's called. It's called. It's got. It's got Cheech and Chong in it. It's got Rosanna Arquette in it. It's got um, various you can do people this. You can in do it, this. and it is called. It's something about one night. It's a one night in Griffin Dunn's life, and it is called. Help me out. I am Trying really struggling. It. Yes. Oh God! Why well, can't I remember the name of that <laughs> film? That is really doing my head in. Okay, got to director. Okay, right the way down. We're looking mid eighties, mid eighties, mid eighties. It's called After Hours. Oh yeah, of course. <sighs> That's one that I've heard of as well. It's a great film. I really like that film. Posters very... like someone getting. He's like a bell. Yeah, you've someone's got the clock. poking him on the head. You've got the clock because it's like say it's all set in real time, and it's he's just one guy having a really really bad night basically. Yeah. Anyway, he was in that. Okay. Got there eventually. Yeah, it took you a while though. Done. So this looks interesting. This it looks Wes Anderson. Quite humorous, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, there's a couple of funny bits in it. I laughed a couple of times and it looks beautiful, obviously. I don't know how it's going to work as a film, well, though. I have faith, though, in Mr. Anderson because he knows how to make so, a film. So, so. I like this, this bit. Oh, I was going to say, would this be your first Wes Anderson in the pictures? But it won't be because you saw Eye of the Dogs, didn't you? No. What? We didn't see Isle of Dogs at the cinema. Oh, because... I didn't, at least. No. Did no. you and Mama Biggs go and see it? Yeah, we would have done, yeah. Yeah. I, it, it will be if we go and see it at the cinema. Oh, there you go then. But okay. I still have uh, Rushmore and Battle Rocket to watch before then. Okay. When this comes out on August the 28th. Okay. Thumb up from me. That just leaves us to do two things. Thumb Firstly, up from me. To, yeah, do that. That just leaves two other things, which is to give us a a recap of what we did and what we said and what we watched, and then to give a trailer of the week. All right, so the Jesus Rolls, which we gave two thumbs in the middle. middle, Green Knight, which you gave a thumb in the middle, and I think I gave a thumb up to that. Spiral, two thumbs down. The Iron Mask. Two thumbs up. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Minions, The Rise of Gru, two thumbs down. The Invisible Man, two thumbs down. Stranger Things 4, which you gave a thumb up. I gave a thumbs down. Mm. Uh, Marvel Studios, Disney Plus, Assortment, two, two thumbs, thumbs up. up. And The Batman, which I gave a thumb up to, you gave a thumb in the middle? Yes, it is. And The French Dispatch was two thumbs up. Okay. For me, it's it's. I'm not going to do what you do and put something You're giving it bizarre. to the French Dispatch. Of course I'm giving it to the French Dispatch. That will be so, my trailer of the week. Uh, I, did like, it's, I did like Green Knight. I did like Iron Mask. I did like the Marvel one, Batman one, French Dispatch. So that's five thumbs up I've given. I'm going to give it to... Spiral. <laughs> I might... I'm not minions, give, I'm not the giving rise it to Minions. Crew. Oh, that's just hard. Um, I'm gonna. I don't want to give it to Marvel because I give everything just to Marvel. Do. Just do something. Just... I'm gonna give it to the Iron Mask because okay. it's such an enigma and it just it made me think. You know, it's a real piece of keynote. You think. You know. Yeah. The okay. Iron Mask. Ten stars. That has been our extended double dose of trailers here on the Papa Big Show. That just leaves one tiny little bit of admin, and that is some film news. Film news. Film news. Film news. Yeah, yeah, Marvel, DC, and Star Wars, Blade Runner, ET, and Jaws, Jurassic Park with dinosaurs. My faith film is Chef, what's yours? Star Trek, Gremlins, Avatar, Pixar films, including cars, indie films from Cote d'Ivoire. 
now it's time for film news to start. Yeah, film news is the part of the show where we look at film news. Tell you whether we think that it's new, old, or somewhere in the middle. Okay. Any what? So what have you got for me then? Go well, on. our first piece of news is that Rick Moranis is returning for a Honey I Shrink the Kids series <sighs> for no. the new movie. So it's a series, is it? No, he's returning to the series for a movie. I've just oh. butchered the title of this okay. article. So it's a reboot, is it? I don't know. Or is it it's a same sequel? Actor, so I know. I know. I know, I know, I know. Maybe it's Shrunky I Hun the Kids. Because okay. they usually do like a pun on the old titles, don't they? Like Honey I Shrunk Ourselves and Honey I Blew Up the Kids. I mean, we know the story of Rick Moranis and how he quit show business, don't we? I don't. Okay, well, he did. A you long time ago. I've just read the title. It's just called Shrunk. Okay. It's called Shrunk. It's terrible. terrible that is terrible. awful. It doesn't, it doesn't need to be made, anyway. Put it that way. Josh Gad will star as the grown son of... The Honey I Shrunk the Kids. I don't know why, right, because obviously reboots and remakes and everything like that are, are, are all about money-making, aren't they? And they, they, they just want to do something that they know will make yeah. a success. So I don't know why they don't even save some more money and just re-release the old ones. Yeah. To a whole new audience. Why don't you just do that? Why, Disney, you're listening. I don't know. Stop, stop. We've remaking said, the films and just re-release the old ones. There's a new Aladdin coming out, new live-action Aladdin. Aladdin 2, live action, probably with Guy Ritchie doing it again. Wow, probably okay, give me some more news, please. This one is not a reboot, it's a Sam Raimi, you know him. I do. He, he does the Spider-Man films. And Dark Knight, no, What? Dark Man. Evil Dead. Yeah. And he's in talks to direct Doctor Strange 2, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. I would look forward to that greatly. Yeah, because... Bring back Sam. The original plan was for this to be a horror film. So maybe a slightly spooky, maybe. I'm not a big fan of horror. Comedy horror. Yeah. Have you ever watched these films? With a certain... What's his name? Tobey Maguire returning, maybe. As... Spider-Man, maybe. (laughs) I don't think so. Why not? Why? It's multiverse of madness. Multiverse. (laughs) What's going to happen is Sam Raimi, best friend to Tobey Maguire, is going to ring him up and say, hey, buddy, you want to be in my movie? Not just just as Spider-Man, but goth Spider-Man. And as the priest in uh, Tropic Tropic Thunder. Thunder. Okay. All right, so that's uh, Sam Raimi. Let's hope he gets the gig. Pleasantville. Okay, last bit of film news. The Knives Out sequel is officially in the works with only Daniel Craig returning and everyone else is going to be a new cast, new murder, new mystery. How very Poirot. I know. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. So he's going to create his own Agatha Christie-esque universe, is he? Hell yeah. Oh, that's that's right. good. Yeah, I yeah. liked Knife I'm surprised out it's not a, a, a TV series. I'm, I am. Well, I'm glad it's not, but you know, that's the kind of thing where you'd say, well, it's a detective show, so just make it a TV series. No, because Knives Out was a big success. Oh, no, no, no I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I'm quite pleased about that. Because I'm, I'm also looking forward to Branner's return as Poirot on. Um, uh, Death on the Nile. Yeah, while this was still in cinemas, like in its last few weeks, it was over uh, performing above Star Wars, mm-hmm. the big film, which Ryan Johnson was uh, bullied for. Yeah. So he showed them, but yeah, yeah. Knives Out Two. Okay. What's it called? What's it going to be called? Knives Out Two. Knives in. Knives. Spoons off. out. 
Yeah. Okay, then. Sporks, maybe. Spork could be nice. How about barbecue prongs all day? Ladles away. Yeah. And let's finish it there. It is the end of the show, but if you want to get in contact with us... There's well, many ways. There's many ways to do it. Many. So we'll leave you with that jingle, and we'll see you again. Anon. Alas. Goodbye. Sarah, Sarah. If you want to give your opinion on anything we talked about on the show, or to tell us your trail of the week, or maybe what you've been watching and reading, you can tweet us at Biggs Papa, or write a comment in our Facebook group, The Papa Big Show. If you like the sound of any of the trailers we talked about, they're compiled into a playlist in our YouTube channel, The Papa Big Show. We're also The Papa Big Show on Pinterest, and The Papa Big Show on SoundCloud. <laughs>